Peterson Financial Group is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies every day using a variety of insurance and investment products to meet their specific goals. We are not permitted to offer and no statement made during the show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. The information presented is not a solicitation for the purchase or sale of securities or investment strategies. We are not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency. Investment advisory services offered through Peterson Financial Group, Inc., a registered investment advisor. This is the Retirement Ready Podcast with President and Founder Eric Peterson of Peterson Financial Group, Iowa's retirement specialists with an office in West Des Moines. It's time to make sure that you're retirement ready. All right, Eric, let's talk about some financial lies we tell ourselves, because I'm sure you have seen the gamut in your many years of doing this. So we'll go through them and you tell us some ways to hopefully get around, you know, doing this to ourselves. Okay. All right. Let's say you've got a 401k and you're going to borrow the money out of it. So I'll pay the money back to the 401k, for example, that I've taken out of whatever savings you want it to be. I just kind of used the 401k. How often do people actually do that? What I've seen is people that have come into our office that have loans. Um, they've been carrying them for quite a while because they're just, you know, they get set up on a payment plan. It's, you know, 50 bucks out of a paycheck, something like that. They never put the big amount back in because it's hard to get it back in because you're limited just to the contributions you have to put in. Right. And so quite a few of them, they've separated. We've done the rollover of the 401k and then that, um, that withdrawal is treated as a taxable event. Okay. Not the end of the world, but, um, you know, it, it's money they missed out that could have been in the market, right? So typically when you borrow money, unless you're borrowing it from an entity that's charging you more interest, which is the why people like borrowing from the 401k because the interest rate is lower and you're paying yourself the interest. Mm-hmm. But also remember that you're losing out on growth in that money that could be in the investments, okay? But if you borrow from a bank and they're charging, you're going, oh, I'm going to pay that off as soon as possible, right? So True, yeah, okay. Um, we all have to borrow money along the way. We can't get to where we are without having help from people or entities. You know, most people can't go buy a house, have that kind of money sitting around, so they have to take out a mortgage. Sure, yeah. Most people can't afford to buy a car and pay full sticker price for it, so they got to finance that. So, so it's trying to find the most efficient way and then right. obviously not hurt ourselves. So, yeah, okay. Right. But if you do borrow from your 401k, uh, treat it like you're, like a loan from the bank. Get that back in there as soon as possible because you want the growth on yeah. those dollars as well inside that Versus plan. like, well, I loan myself money, right, kind of thing. So think of it yes. as that somebody else loaned it because you definitely would want to pay that back faster. Okay. All right. Makes sense. Little lies we tell ourselves. The stock market, uh, it's just rigged, man. It's, you know, it works for the big guy, right? It, it's always against the little guy. And and so a lot of people just choose to avoid it or they or they feel like they don't understand it because it's too complex or whatever. You have to boil it down. At the heart, the market is you're buying a piece of a company when you buy a stock. Okay? So you always want to maybe start your own company but don't have the, the resources to start it nor the times so you want to buy a piece of another company. So you see a company, let's say, like a Starbucks, right? Like, hey, I go in there um, you know, once or twice a week and pick up a coffee, and I notice every time I'm here – the place is packed. The, the drive-through is jammed up. You know, there's a lot of people. Everyone's buying coffee. This is a good business. Maybe I want to own a piece of this business. Well, I don't want to open up my own Starbucks, but I like a piece of it, so I buy a piece of that stock. Now, what happens is, is that you're buying that from somebody else. But on the backside of there, there's all kinds of derivatives and things that traders are using. That's why they think the big people are against the little person. Okay, if you just own it, you're buying an asset. Hope to appreciate. You'll sell at a later point. But there's all kinds of things that traders are doing against that stock. Not make not forcing it to go up or down, but the things they do to make their money on the, what they do. Options, 
they're shorting it, they're buying it long, they're doing all kinds of stuff, and that's why it feels like it's kind of like against you, but it's not. You can still own something, and all these other people can be doing stuff, and it doesn't impact you. What impacts you is the performance of that company, the performance of Starbucks, right? Are they selling enough coffee? Are they meeting, you know, are they controlling their costs? Are they increasing their revenues, increasing their profitability, those types of things, what you're concerned about. So Wall Street's always going to make money. Um, no matter which way you slice it, they make right. it on both sides, right? right they make right, it on yeah. selling of the assets and the buying of the assets and the derivatives they place on those assets, those kinds of things. So, you know, a great movie to watch um, is The Big Short, book by Michael Lewis, and it talks about that kind of in the framing of a, of a game of uh, blackjack where people are making bets on the bet. And it's like go three or four deep, right? So there's all these derivatives oh, wow. and things like yeah. that. And that's kind of what brought it down during the financial crisis, also because they didn't know what was going on with the assets underneath. But that's how Wall Street makes their money. But if you're just going to buy a stock and hold it, you know that's what the quote unquote little people do, or the people that are trying to invest in these businesses and make money in the long run. Gotcha. They'll, okay. they'll do fine. All right. So we're talking about lies we tell ourselves. I've got a few more here we're going to go through. Uh, maybe you're one of those folks, Eric, that just says, you know what, the bank is the safest place for me. Uh, I'll put my money there because I know I won't lose it. And often we think about the, you know, the FDIC, and we think, yeah, we're not losing it. But right now, and especially for a while now, you kind of are losing your money just slowly. Right. It's that slow that that pinhole it's that leak creeping death. Right. Yeah. Right. It's gonna it's gonna sink your boat. You're losing it to inflation um, because things are always going to cost more tomorrow than they do today. I mean, right now, inflation's uh, at a really high compared to where it used to be, right? You, if you're buying groceries, you're feeling that right now. My wife was just commenting about the um, price of bacon, you know, went up tremendously. Um, and meat all around is going up, and it's probably going to go yep. up for a little while longer. So if your money's not growing, then it's, it takes more money to buy that. So that's how you're losing your money. You're not losing it by, hey, the market went down 5% this month like it did in September. Yeah. And, you know, my 401k or my IRA went down by 5%. That's what you're not talking about, about money in the yeah, bank. Yeah, my savings account didn't drop 5%. But, correct. Right, yeah. But but my hundred thousand dollars in the bank only increased by fifty cents this month, <laughs> right? Because so. you're point two percent or whatever. Yeah, yeah. it's actually ridiculous. Um, so my purchasing power is actually going down, right? So you do, you need money in the bank. There's there's you always going to have money in the bank for transactions, right? Writing of checks, money coming in, receiving stuff, all that kind of thing. But for long term growth, it's not the best. For short term, maybe maybe you want to have six months of expenses in the bank in case. You're dealt a curveball, you know, your job is eliminated and, you know, you, you, you market's down, you still need to pay your bills, stuff like that. That's what emergency money's for. That's what you keep in the bank. You're not looking for the return. You're looking for the safety of it. But for assets that you need to generate income in retirement, you need to have those in better places. Yeah. And so that's what uh, working with a financial advisor can certainly help you with. All right. This one, uh, Eric, it's been a tough year and certainly has, right? Certainly been a tough year and a half or so. And maybe financially, it's like, hey, it's been a tough year and I just couldn't save what I needed to. Uh, I'll get more serious about it next year and add more to my savings for you know for retirement. And often we're lying to ourselves because we something happens the next year and we don't do it. Yeah. Um, there's always a crisis around the corner that's going to prevent you from doing that. The best way is just do it systematically um, and where you don't have to think about it. And that's one of the reasons why the 401k... Or you don't even see it, right? That's the great right. part because then you don't truly have the ability to go, why well, I miss it now. Right. It's been a great It's been a great retirement savings tools for the average worker, right? Because it comes out automatically before you even get your check. 
So you get paid, let's say on Friday, and you say, okay, I got all this, I can spend all this money because I've already saved for my retirement ahead of time. Versus before that, you had to take this money. It's okay, now I want to save some of it. And you got to physically take those dollars and put them into something, right? And that gets challenging because, you know, hey, you know, there's something going on this month. My, the band's getting back together. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> right. Right. Something like that's going to happen. And you're going to say, I'm going to put off the saving because I'm going to make so much money with this band and I'll blow the roof off of it. You well, know, savings uh, well the, only thing worse, the only thing worse than savings accounts payments is what Spotify plays artists uh, at 0.02 cents of play. So I don't think that's going to work either. So there you <laughs> if you're go. putting the band back together. <laughs> but so, yeah, there's always something. That's a great point. There's it's always a, something. So saving systematically yes. works out best. So if you don't have access to 401k, you know, get yourself set up in an IRA. Have the money come out of your account right away as soon as you get paid you know set that up they will draft it right out of your account and that way you don't have to think about it and that way you're always doing it because left our own devices people will not make the smartest decisions especially for the future selves because another thing too that this has done a lot of the news that we're talking about before in the earlier segment is that it's created people don't think that they're going to have a future which is kind of sad you know, so they're not saving for it because like, oh, it's not going to be here. We're all going to burn up in 10 years, right, with the yeah. uh, with the climate crisis. Something, or, yeah. Um, you know, the government's going to handle everything for them because they're going to just take money from all the rich people and give it to all of us. And so you need to understand that the world's never ended. <laughs> it's only going to end once. And so you might as well plan for being around for a long time and having a future and treat your future self as something that you need to save for. And so you have to, you know, find a way to save. And systematic exactly. is the best way to do it. Exactly. Well, we got, let's see if we can squeeze one more in here, Eric. And, and uh, my in-laws are going through this right now. And it's like the, it's the whole we'll take care of each other as we get older kind of scenario. Instead of going into some sort of facility, well, that was a great plan, except for what's happened. You can guess it. One of them's going to have to go into a facility, right? And right. they're not prepared for it because the whole it's sweet, it's noble, it's wonderful. They've been married 49 years. But... Sometimes life says no, and he cannot handle what needs to be done. So, uh, you know, something has to happen, right? And now you're out a lot of money. Yeah. Time, uh, effort. Well, everyone is going to be um, – there, there's from come from a long-term care standpoint, you're, everyone is self-insuring. That's your automatic default because you're going to use your assets for that. And it is noble to think that I'm going to take care of my spouse and, exactly. and things like that. But there comes a point sometimes where you can't. You physically can't. Um, physically can't. Probably, mentally can't. Yeah. Right. So just have a conversation about that. You know, maybe you want to look at, okay, should we look at some insurance to cover that? Can we have uh, other things that could help offset some of those costs, those types of things? Or do we have enough of a portfolio that if something happens to us, we can just use that assets, knowing that using those assets to cover our cares less that's going to go to our family. That's an okay conversation to have. It's just talking about it, ignoring it, you know, kind of like an ostrich, right? They stick their head in the ground to ignore a problem, but their body's still exposed. That, that's literally what they did for the last 30 years, and now they've got a big problem. So, yeah. yeah. And so had it been addressed, they might have had something in place, and 30 years ago it would have been a lot cheaper than it would be today. Mm-hmm. But, you know, always plan for those unexpected things. That's what insurance is intended to do, is to for those things that you'd never think are going to happen, but sometimes do. You've been listening to the Retirement Ready Podcast. If you have questions about what you've heard on today's podcast and would like to schedule a complimentary retirement readiness review with Eric Peterson and the team at Peterson Financial Group, call now. 515-226-1500 is the number to dial. That's 515-226-1500. 
They are Iowa's retirement specialists and standing by to help you achieve your financial and retirement goals. Want to ask a question online? Visit the team at askericpeterson.com. Thanks for listening to the Retirement Ready Podcast, making sure that you're retirement ready. Did you know that Eric Peterson also has a radio show? Tune in to the Retirement Ready Radio Show, Sundays at noon on AM 1040. WHO. Peterson Financial Group is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies every day using a variety of insurance and investment products to meet their specific goals. We are not permitted to offer and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. The information presented is not a solicitation for the purchase or sale of securities or investment strategies. We are not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency. Investing involves risk, including the loss of principal. No investment strategy can guarantee a profit or protect against loss in periods of declining values. Any references to protection benefits or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investment products. Insurance and annuity product guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. Investment advisory services offered through Peterson Financial Group, Inc., a registered investment advisor.